Bus, the podcast that talks everything Scottish football from up and down the country, and now we're here for a, re- a preview for Europe. Um, we've, we're currently in the position where five of our teams are still in Europe, so I think let's go for it. I mean, I, do, I know that Hibs entered two weeks ago, um, and they overcame the Andorran team in Turtis Gladsey, and my pronunciations are absolutely shocking, and it'll be a theme for the whole thing. So what we're going to do is we're going to start with the Champions League. We'll work our way down through the Europa League and then into the Europa Conference League as well. So, um, first of all, we know that Celtic um, in the Champions League. So Celtic goes straight into the Champions League um, as champions. They're straight into the group stages. Uh, so they don't have to do any any qualifications at all. I mean, Celtic, as we know, have recently changed manager. Ange Postacoli left. He went down to Tottenham Hotspur. And... Brendan Rodgers has come in uh, Rodgers has came in you could argue um, that they've upgraded their manager um, in terms of managerial ability when it comes from Postacoglu to Brendan Rodgers I mean everything that Rodgers has achieved it's not new the only thing that Rodgers didn't have uh, a good thing at Celtic the last time was that he wasn't he didn't have a really good run into Europe I mean, now he's starting straight into the European group stages. We'll see, obviously, what pot they'll be going into. I, I think it's pot four, as far as I'm aware. I think they could get a pot three, depending on who qualifies. But I'm not too sure in regards to that. But I mean, that'll come out nearer the time. There has been some changes, uh, not too much, uh, when it comes to, to Celtic. I mean, it's not been major surgery or anything like that. Um, Jota left... He went to Saudi Arabia, and it looks like he's going to be loaned out somewhere else, actually. And uh, Aaron Moy left. Uh, he's retired. They've brought in a couple of players. Mostly, I think these were probably in the, the pipeworks already, I mean, but they still have got... they still got Kyogo uh, up front. They've still got Hatati in the midfield. I mean, they played on Saturday. David Tumble got two. Um, so it shows you the strength and depth that Celtic have. They've got plenty of time to build on their squad uh, for Rodgers to maybe get some of their players in as well. So I think that there's not much more talking about Celtic um, at the moment. Um, we'll probably talk more as the season goes on, especially when we find out who their Champions League opponents are. Um, we'll go over the City. Obviously, Rangers are slightly different. Rangers have obviously qualified for the Champions League. They are currently in the third qualifying round and they enter, um, they enter today. Uh, actually this is going out straight away and Rangers are going to come up against Serviette uh, so they're playing Serviette at home first of Switzerland and then the volley week they're away um, so what I would say there is that first of all Rangers have had a major major rebuild there's been some players have left McGregor's left Arfield's left Davis has left Kent's left Morelos has left um there's been, they've obviously brought in Jack Butland, he's come in, okay, that's a stronger and certainly better replacement when it comes to being in goals. You've got Dessars, he's come in. You have Sam Lammers, you've got Sifentes, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. You've got uh, Simmer, who's come in from, on loan from Brighton. You've got Dowell, you've got Dijon Sterling, um, who's come in as well. Offerborth, I don't think I'm pronouncing that correctly at all, so I do apologise there. Um, so, I mean, Sakala left yesterday. 
um, as well. So I mean, there's major Danilo. He's come in as another signing. So I mean, and Nikola Nikola Shraskin. So there, there's lots of players in, lots of players out when it comes to um, when it comes to Rangers. Um, how they got on? Obviously, they got they got beat from Kamarnik at their first league game. So I mean, that's certainly not how they would have wanted to start. How they wanted to build. In regards to Serviette, we'll have a wee look. In regards to them just now, they are currently they finished second uh, in the Swiss League the Swiss League last year. The winners of that were Young Boys. Serviette finished second, well behind, but at the end of the day, they still they still finished second. So we'll see, obviously, how how they get on. I don't think their seasons has kicked off yet. Let's have a wee look. So I do apologise. They have kicked off. They've played three. They've won one and drawn two. So they're defeated, but they've got five points um, so far. I always hear part of the bus for your up-to-date opinions, obviously. Uh, so yes, every there. It's going to be a difficult task, but I don't think, being honest, I don't think it's something that Rangers can't overcome. Um, Rangers at home, especially, I think Rangers should have the quality. Um, to get past uh, Serviette. So I think that um, when it comes to that, I think it's when the next round. So the next round is if Rangers, uh, if Rangers get through, now they will be facing. Where are we? Rangers. Rangers have got Panathinaikos or Stumgratz. Not Panathinaikos, I do apologise. PSV Eindhoven or Stumgratz. No, there's no shake-ups here, so it will be, that's what will happen, Rangers will have, that's who they'll play, now as far as I'm aware, Rangers played PSV Eindhoven last season, so it could be a repeat again of getting of Rangers um, and versus PSV, now I think the, it means as well is that Rangers will be home first again, and I mean the last time it was 2-2 two -two Ibrox, and then Rangers won one now to get through. So again, it's setting up that repeat. But at the same time, Max Johnson, Stumgratz, um, who's recently moved from Motherwell. So there's a little bit of a interest as well. I mean, Stum PSV Eindhoven are 4-1 up from the first leg. So I think it is going to be PSV. Um, and we'll see how, how, how it goes with Rangers. Um, so yeah, that's the Champions League. Um, Celtic are automatically in it. Rangers are we qualifying for that to be honest, I think it'll be an interesting tie with Stumgratz. That's where the main the main money should be. not Stumgratz. PSV Eindhoven. Oh my God! Can't even read a bit of paper. Right. So it should be good for PSV versus Rangers. But again, don't want to count any chickens either. So yeah, that's what we will we'll leave that there, and we'll move on to the Europa League. So in the Europa League, it is just Aberdeen who are involved with this. They automatically go into the playoff round. The same as Hearts did last season. Um, so they've got their tie already. They know who they're going to be facing. It's either going to be Zalgiris of Lithuania or um, BK Haken of Sweden. Now both these teams are with halfway through their seasons at the moment. Uh, both teams have got similar seasons to be fair. They're both near the top of the league. They're, Zalgiris are second in their league. Um, six points off the lead. And Haken are third in their league at five points off the lead. So they've played 18-20... 25 games respectively, so they are, whoever Aberdeen come up against, they are going to be certainly much sharper. I mean, it's something we always look at Scotland and go when we come up against some teams, 
we're starting our season as Europe starts. Some teams are halfway through and we always think, is it a case that they're much sharper? Maybe. I mean, Aberdeen, there's been some big changes at Aberdeen. We've had, well, I'll say big changes actually, to be fair. Ramadani's left, McCrory's left, they've got some really good money for these boys. We have, they've made some sign-ins as well. They've, they've managed to also keep Mayofsky and they've kept Duke. They've made Leighton Clarkson permanent. They, they brought in Nicky Devlin for Livingston. They've obviously kept Kale Roos. Um, as well, they've obviously brought in Ross Doohan, but I think that I mean, actually Graham Shinney's now been he's been signed permanently and he's now captain. So I think that they have strengthened. They've got the money to strengthen. I'd imagine that they probably are going to strengthen as the season goes up. As the season continues, to be honest, um, you never know who's maybe going to be available uh, for them. I think they've got a tie that's certainly winnable. I don't imagine it's not winnable. Um, I thought we had. As Hearts, um, I thought we were we had a winnable tie last season against Zurich, and it was our own mistakes that mucked it up. But I think Aberdeen, on the other hand, I think their their tie is certainly more winnable, um, depending on who they get. Um, I think we'll talk about Aberdeen as a bit further forward a, as they come into their their tie in two weeks' time, and also what group stages that they end up in as well. So yeah, I think we'll just leave Aberdeen there. It was only a couple of minutes um, because we don't know too much more about them at the moment, and then we will move on to the Conference League. Right, conference league time. So let's start with the team that's probably already well, the team that has already played two games in the competition, uh, Hibernian. Uh, so Hibernian entered the in the second playoff round, um, and they came up against. Now I butchered the name already at the start of this podcast, but I'm going to try again. Um, so they came up against Andorran team, um, Inter Club de Escalades. Now I think that's how you say it. Um, I do apologise if it's not. Um, now, I think Hibs were caught a wee bit cold over in Andorra. Um, they lost 2-1. We, I think from what, what I've seen, I didn't see much of the game, but from what I heard and what I've seen is that Hibs had a lot of the ball, didn't do too much with it. Andorra scored twice, including a howler from David Marshall. But they obviously got the goal back. And then you'd fancy them to to take that back to Easter Road and win the tie and see the tie out. And that's exactly what happened. Um, Hibs lost two goalkeepers actually at the start of the game, but they still managed to win the game 6-1. Pretty standard. I think they'd probably more be a little bit embarrassed that they went out there and lost in Andorra. Because um, you've obviously got that week. Just a little bit, maybe a wee bit worrying. Uh, is, it, is it something, are we that, are we that bad? And I don't think they are. I believe it or not, and they've obviously went through and they've beat them with relative ease. Now, what that leaves them, it leaves them a tie against Swiss Sign Luzerne. Um, now, they're at home first, uh, on, that'll be in the 10th of August against Luzerne. Now, Luzerne, we have the Swiss Super League, so we've already looked at the Swiss Super League and we realised that um, Serviette, who Rangers are playing a fifth, I mean, they've only played three games. Luzerne are a point behind them with four points. Um, so, again, it's still pretty early doors in the Swedish game. I mean, it's pretty early doors here. Hibs uh, lost on Saturday um, with a late goal from St Mirren uh, for 3-2 after getting, the, getting it back. So, I think Hibs are a little bit hit and miss at the moment. I mean, they have had, they have had some changes. Um, they've spent some money as well. Uh, Kevin is a bit left, obviously, in the summer. 
um, but they have spent big money. They spent money on Dylan, Dylan Levitt, he's coming for Dundee United. They've spent money on a striker from Holland called Dylan Vente as well. And they've obviously brought in a couple of goalkeepers, they've brought in Jojo Walcott, they've brought in Max Boric, who is the cousin of Arthur Boric, if you're the ex Celtic goalkeeper. But what they've also done is they tied up Johan. Uh, they got him five, half a million pound they paid for him, roughly, give or take, is what the rumour amount is. But, um, I mean, he's certainly a player that off the ball or with the ball at his feet, running at goal, he's certainly a dangerous player. Martin Boyle's fit as well. Probably just takes a bit of time to, to, vet, to blend in as well. Will Fish just came back from Manchester United as well. So there is, they have still got money to spend if they want to spend it, and they might spend uh, a little bit just to, if they need to strengthen a bit more. But I mean, they have got Lausanne, I think it's. Is it a winnable tie? Absolutely. Um, I think they certainly can win that tie. Um, going over there, uh, obviously get the job done at Easter Road first and then going over there and seeing the game out. Um, you'd hope that they, or Hims fans would hope, personally not myself, but that's a different story and we'll keep that bias away for the board at the moment. But, I mean, Hims fans will hope that they can go over, get something done and then see the game out. I mean, it's certainly, it's not the most difficult. I mean, we played Zurich last season. Um, and if they weren't amazing, we probably shot ourselves in the foot more than once with that tie. So, I mean, there is not much difference between both those. So, I would say that they certainly have got a chance. Now, if they do manage to obviously navigate that tie, then there is a massive tie up coming up for them. And I mean massive. So, it's a proper battle of Britain um, if Hibs get through. And they will have Aston Villa in the next round in the playoff round and basically the winner goes into the group stages for the qualifier for the conference league that is a massive hurdle to overcome I mean they'll be at, they're at home first they then go down to Birmingham the week later I mean you've got and that Birmingham team is also fans favourite and club legend because he's a Hibs club legend John McGinn who's been there for five years now, he's the club captain, he's Scotland, a Scotland stalwart as well. You've got, if you've got the Gosh Valley, you've got Martinez, World Cup winner, you've got England Internationals, Tyrone Mings, you've got Tillemans um, of, of Belgium, for example. So there is a real quality in that team, so it is, it is one that's going to be quite very, very, very difficult for Villa if they should. Eh, not Villa for Hibs if they should get to Villa, but I think for at that point you're looking for the weekend, the day out, trip down to Birmingham, and away day, things like that as well. So you're not expecting much. You want to get through though, so you can get that away day first and foremost. But yeah, I think that that's probably Hibs covered off. They'll, sh I, I probably think they should maybe beat eh, Luzerne and then they'll get that that against Villa. And finally, we're going to talk about Hearts. Hearts are entering in the Europa Conference League. Personally, it's annoying me that we're entering at this point in Europe and not when Aberdeen are entering. It really is frustrating. But at the same time, that's just me being a bit of a Hearts fan. Um, so first of all, Hearts are going to come up against Rosenberg. Now, Rosenberg, one of those European names. You've you've seen them over the last 20 years in the Champions League. Um, I don't think it's... and I'm going to touch wood here, but it doesn't feel like it's the same kind of Rosenberg that... Um, that have been there because they're ninth in the league. Um, I mean, the, the league's. I'm just going to get the Norwegian league just now. Two seconds because I had it, and I'll give you all the details. I'll just shut it down. So there we go. The Norway. Right. 
So, we'll get that back. We'll just leave this in, show you how professional we all are. So, where are we? This season. But they're not the, I mean, they're not the same one. And it's, it's strange to see them uh, so far down the league. I mean, you see the words Rosenberg, I think, oh, here we go. Um, personally, I think we have a chance. We've always, we have got a chance. We've got it there. I mean, we've had some big changes as well. We've even, we spent a lot of the summer not signing players, and then we did. We signed... Um, Tagawa from Japan, we've just got Kenny Farkas on loan, we've signed Alex Lowry, all three of them are attacking, they've got a bit of pace, um, and that's what we needed, we obviously lost Ginelli, we could still probably do a right back, I mean I'm not going to sit here and go through Hearts transfer problems at the moment, but that's what we are, so 8th I should say, Rosenberg, they played 18 games, around 25 points, um, I mean Bodo Glint, uh, the new team in Norway, uh, they're 41 points, Vikingstrafang are 38, um, Tromso on 36, Mold on 32. So, I mean, they are a few a few points behind uh, some of the teams above them. They're not the same powerhouse that in Norwegian football that they used to be. They are going to be difficult. It's always going to be difficult going over to Norway. So, we go over there first. We bring them back to Tynecastle the following week. Um, so, yeah, that's something that, that's going to be interesting just to see um, where we are uh, in regards to that. Now, the winner of that tie, and should we progress, then we have, we either have. Uh, Hajik split um, or we have Pauk so I mean both those leagues the Greek League and the Croatian League they are similar to ourselves they're not they are just really starting they've played two games uh, in Croatia and they've played three games in Greece uh, so oh, sorry no games in Greece my mistake so I mean they are starting they're roughly the same as us when it comes to it but it's going to be the quality I think if we have a if there's a tie that we a team that we could beat in a tie. I feel that it probably could be split out of them out of them both. Um, I think Pauk could just maybe be a wee bit too strong for us. But I think is it winnable? It's winnable to get through. I think we've always got a chance. It could have been worse in that section as well. Um, but I mean, when it comes to Hearts, I think that we just need to if we play how we played on Saturday uh, at the end of the second half, then. We've got a chance where we can be quick and direct. Boyce is back, Shanklin's obviously scoring goals. You've got the three or four new signings. Um, obviously, your three attacking options that have come in as well. So, I mean, we certainly have a chance if, if Frankie Naismith decides that he's going to um, go for it, and I think he can, um, then we'll see how it goes. So, yeah, both games. Um, obviously, nor you've got. Obviously, the, the. I'll start again. So, we've got the. Games which are going to be on the telly for all of them. So Rangers are on the telly tonight. Uh, you're listening to this on Wednesday the 9th. Um, Hibs are on the telly tomorrow. BBC, they're all BBC Scotland. So Hibs are on the telly tomorrow. Um, and then the following week, Rangers away games on the telly and Hearts home game against Rosenberg is on the telly. None of the away games on the telly, but I do know that Hearts, PP, Hearts telly, Hearts TV, pay-per-view have the home leg, which kicks off at 6 o'clock tomorrow as well. Um, so yes, I it's twelve and at nine for that. I don't know about Hubs yet, unfortunately. Um, going into it, I think that's our five teams in Europe. It's always difficult. A team like a nation like Scotland, it's always going to be difficult when it comes to Europe. I mean, we've got got two teams guaranteed group stages. I think Rangers are guaranteed a group stage as well. Um, have if they beat Servette, actually no, yeah, as if they beat Servette, they've, they're guaranteed a, a group stages as well, but. I mean, it'd be nice if Hearts or Hibs, and I mean, Hibs have probably got the more uphill task. Um, 
actually, as a Hearts fan, I don't want Hibs to get into Europe, but for Scotland perspective, um, if they were to get into the European group stages, then it would be class, um, just for the, the coefficient. Personally, I don't want them to get there, but that's just me being, a, as I said, being a bit of Hearts fan, but don't let that judge the podcast. We do try to generate everything for Scottish football and generate the publicity. Um, if you do want to get in contact with us, uh, get in contact with us on all our social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, X, used to be known as Twitter, you can get us on TikTok. And we're also, at Park the Bus, proudly sponsored by Sejana, the clothing brand independently based in Scotland with a Swedish soul, designing clothes for on and off the terraces. Now as a Park the Bus listener, you can get yourself 10% off just by going to on their website and using promo code Park the bus pod, all capital letters. Check the show notes; you'll get it all in there as well. Okay. So again, this has been our little review, just into the five teams entered in Europe. The twenty minutes, just me talking, but just, um, just to go through everything, and just set the scene for Scottish football, really. So again, it's just a bye for me.